Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fitness Roundtable. I'm Pat Hennigan of pathennigan.com and Jax, J-A-X, fitacademy.com. I'm Henry of henryhalls.com. What's your last name? It, Hals. Ah, it's all starting to make sense. It's like false with an H. Don't type henryfalls.com. It's not going to... Have you ever Googled Henry Falls? No, but there's... I was um, saying, that's not even... I bet there's something, but I bet it's not good. I thought there were no other Halses in the world, but apparently there's an author named Laura Halls. Spelled the same way? H-A-L-S-E. Wow. And apparently she's, like, super successful, so... Like, crime writer, or does it... I don't know. You have no idea. I I didn't click, because I was really jealous that a different Halls had (laughs) had higher Google standing. There's there's a famous artist from Australia Mm -hmm. named... Patrick Hennigan, but it's H-E-N-N-I-G-A-N. <laughs> and obviously my dad has the same name as me, so yeah. I finally surpassed him in Google SEO. <laughs> there you go. It only took about three months. Sorry, <laughs> that's, Dad. It's a big day. Um, so, speaking of the internet... <laughs> um, the we greatest place on Earth. undeniably live in an age of information overload, especially when it comes to health and fitness. You know, you Google bread, and one day it'll tell you bread's going to kill you. And then the next day, it'll tell you bread is the only nutrient you need to survive. And there's conflicting information. There's just wrong information. And we're going to help you sort through the bullshit a little bit today. So do you have any any thoughts on that? Um, well, we'll start with workouts. Right? Yeah, I think that's we'll start with we'll start with fitness or exercise and then go into nutrition later on to keep it to keep it simple. There's so many freaking workouts on the Internet. My favorite thing was about. I guess it was from three years ago until maybe 18 months ago, every single fitness website had the same article, and it was <laughs> why you must deadlift. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, 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 you don't, have you to don't really have to no, if you don't no, want to, no. but if you do want to, great, go ahead. And it's <laughs> things like that that I think make getting in shape and getting stronger, whatever the goal may be, uh, more difficult for people because they get plunged into this information overload, and they end up working on a program that... Like Brandon talked about a little week, a little while ago, the interference principle. They want to get yeah. big and skinny at the same time, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's I want to get bigger and smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to get bigger in certain spots, but then smaller in most of the spots. <laughs> when do we start? <laughs> and I think that really confuses people, and everyone gets down this rabbit hole, and they start overanalyzing things that maybe they're not even quite understanding yeah. yet, and they don't understand the basics. And you see it. I'm sure you see it every day. I mean. I know for a fact you have a client that's like that because I used to train. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was like that when I first started. You know, you read the men's health and it's, yeah. you know, eat this one oh, meal with 16 bananas to right. boost your testosterone for three hours right. and then deadlift to get a six pack and giant arms. And it's just like, yeah. like you, you what buy, the hell is going on here? You buy the March here? issue and you're like, all right, I'm totally changing things up. Yeah. This is going to work. And then the April com- issue comes out and you're like, I was totally it wrong completely last contradicts month. everything. <laughs> like, and none of it is new information either. It's just no, stuff they're plucking out. Nah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's a good point for the folks out there. There's like, I've like never seen a, a new workout. No, no, you know, not at all. Like, they're all just Not recycled. at all. And it's, goes, a lot of it is just marketing too, which we talked about complete, not too yeah, long ago. Yeah. There, um, there's a gym opening up in Philadelphia. That's they invented like, a new kind of cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we invented the heart. <laughs> it's your heart that will never beat in this rhythm before. Yeah. <laughs> 
We call it salsa cardiac. Yeah. <laughs> Arrhythmia training. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, I, it's just, I think everyone overcomplicates everything. Yeah. And I, like I said, I know I was guilty for a long time oh, of it, yeah. without a doubt. 100%. Like it's you, you don't need an arm day to get bigger arms kind of thing, you yeah. know? And that's, I, I, I used to read bodybuilding.com articles. Uh, the bodybuilding.com is, is a weird, weird place. There's like, so, there's like, thousands of workouts yeah they, there's so much stuff on that website like yeah. the guy who built it is clearly a very good businessman and or mm-hmm. maybe not maybe he just stumbled upon the name and <laughs> had no choice but it's it's like a behemoth too yeah like they a lot of people get all mm-hmm. their supplements in there i saw a guy it's funny you brought that up i saw a guy on uh not like the razor scooters but like the adult version of the razor oh, scooters God. you know yeah smoking a cigarette with a mustache wearing a bodybuilding.com <laughs> sweatshirt and he, he was like 150 pounds soaking wet <laughs> you know so it's it's out there yeah um, I mean, you get the free T-shirt with your with your supplements, right? Yeah, it's a, they have a good logo to to be. Yeah, with maybe like a halo around yeah, it or some something. Like circle, some half circle. Yeah, some half circle. But <laughs> back to the point. I mean, I think I think men's health is the go-to for that because yeah. when I first started working out, it was you would just rip that poster workout and you would oh, do yeah. it, and it was yeah. every time it was awful. Right. And I remember when I first started lifting seriously. When I first started like taking it seriously was mm-hmm. right around the time the 300 came out the 300 and workout? that 300 workout oh, was yeah. around and it, i feel like that's still like brand new well, 300 workout <laughs> yeah well they i i think you're right but uh it's basically crossfit you know it's yeah it was yeah it's not it's like uh circuit training but like with weights yeah pretty much and then doing Strong weird in. weird movements with the weights yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily want to if you wanted to be healthy i remember but if you're like, a 21 year old kid wanted a six-pack you're like oh yeah that makes sense i saw the movie 300 might as well do that i <laughs> yeah. actually have never seen the movie 300. Never seen the movie 300? i've never i've never had the desire to okay actually i've i've started it probably four or five times and turned it off it? without 20 20 about 20 or 25 minutes in okay because the it's a great story and i think they just made it garbage <laughs> they, it's, it's a, like the definition of style over substance they, for me. they bring it over the top yeah and it's I, it pisses me off <laughs> not my favorite thing but anyway um so what are ways you have overcomplicated your workouts or seen people overcomplicate things i mean i used to do like when i was powerlifting mm-hmm. i would do like all oh, like i'm gonna do this russian super secret russian program like, but like the, be... what's the squat thing like the small off small squat off, yeah, yeah. And like it's and you all, squat sixty days in a row or something yeah. like that. So, and it's all like percent, like sixty three percent on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, every third, every third full moon. That's like, too much thinking for you're me. You're doing sixty three percent for eight sets of one. Like, you know, just like while promising your firstborn to the Norse gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't know what the hell, because like it's it seems so cool when you're doing it. You're like, yeah. oh, dude, I like today's Wednesday. Like, I got my percentages. It's yeah. gonna be such a good workout, and then. And in the end, you're like, well, I could have just like gone in and just done a workout. And yeah, gotten you could have just dull. squatted whatever weight you felt like, basically, and <laughs> yeah. done it until your legs hurt. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what about you? Uh, I've actually never gotten into the percentage thing because I've hmm. I've never cared about that. Yeah. Um, and plus, I'm really horrible at math. <laughs> um, no, I, I overcomplicated things. Just in general, the way I see, excuse me, a lot of people do nowadays. You get caught up on sets and reps and. You know, not necessarily balancing out your workouts, but and not necessarily push first pull, but just the sets and rep, rep schemes. Then overall, just a misunderstanding of what volume actually is and volume over time. So, you know, I think like, all right, I have to do sets of twelve, or else I'm not going to put on any yeah. muscle, but I'm going to yeah. get super strong. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not the case. Like, it's just your body's just going to react how it reacts, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I recently, like we were talking about not too long ago, I just started kind of, I plan out my workouts a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of feel do whatever I, whatever I feel like that day, I'll, weight wise, I mean, and volume wise, yeah. I'll do. Yeah, and I've, my results have actually been much better because mm-hmm. it feels like it's more not subconscious, but I'm more like tapped into what I need that day, what I want yeah. that day, and where my mind is that day. Yeah, um, I've done so many stupid workout programs that <laughs> it's like it's hard to begin where I've overcomplicated <laughs> things. You know, it's just like you know thinking that you see bodybuilding programs when you first start, they do a chest day on Monday, and then you don't do any other horizontal pressing until right. the next Monday, and you do it in your sore as hell for three days, but you're not putting on any size. You're not getting strength because you're right. ignoring muscles for right. six days out of the week. And then you yeah. kind of think in the terms of that we are animals and we've evolved to be physical creatures. Like, how the hell does that work? Yeah. Like, I can only push the rock up the hill on Monday and then we yeah. kind of, like, have to prop it up or let it roll down <laughs> and then do it again on Monday. Yeah. I, I never got it, but I, I did it for, like, three years and didn't my body didn't change at all. And right, was, right. You get no progress. Yeah, you get no progress whatsoever. Yeah. And you would work hard during the workouts. You'd feel like they were great workouts, right. but, you know. I'm, that's that's deceptive. It is It is very deceptive. And I've, and a lot of people get caught up in the body part splits when they first start working out. Mm-hmm. Which is. Guilty. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely. We all are. We absolutely all are. And the volume thing, like I said, too. Like, yeah. people still think that doing lightweights for high reps is going to burn more fat than doing heavyweights for low reps. Yeah. And so they don't want to do anything lower than 12 reps with anything more than 20 pounds kind of thing. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're, it, yeah, it's going to do something to your body, but it's not necessarily doing what you think it's going to It's not like you're going to get shredded doing 50 sets of, or 10 sets of 50 curls with 20 pound weights. Yeah. You know, you're just, you're kind of end, going to end up looking the same. Yeah. Um, I was, I was guilty of that too. Um, more so on the other end, the low rep, mm-hmm. but yeah, the body part, Part splits are good for advanced people, I would say, and good for people who actually have a handle on what they're doing. But in the beginning, I think it's simple. You work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you use your whole body every time. And maybe you do one workout on the weekend, too. And if you want to do some cardio in between, go ahead. Yeah. And I, it's really not, you know, try and have something that involves your hips, something that involves your quads, something that involves your shoulders, something that involves your chest. Yeah. And then if you still have energy at the end, do the bicep curls. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, um, and I think that's most. That's a very a young man mistake to make to do too much to do well to do getting too caught up in the bodybuilding splits <clears> and what like Jay Cutler with his seventy five inch forehead right. is doing. You know, right. what you know it <clears throat> it's disingenuous um, on behalf of marketing companies. I think to yeah. sell these things as if well the the guys in the bodybuilding magazines don't actually do those programs no that no promoting. not at all and they're not natural either <laughs> we got a lot of crap from wayne for that but yeah i'll stand by that yeah they're, they're not they're on tons of drugs <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much yeah it's uh it's interesting and it's not gonna go away you know you're still gonna, gonna no. see people every week who well, it's, i think and it, a lot of it is based out of insecurity and anxiety over yeah we're not taught what to do or how to develop our bodies yeah. as kids, teenagers, so on and so forth. Yeah. And therefore, you kind of you're looking for guidance, and as guys, you don't want to ask anybody. Mm-hmm. So you take yeah. the word of whatever you read on Teen Nation or Men's yeah. Health or whatever celebrity that came out and is jacked up for a movie. Let, and let me find did. the biggest guy and listen to him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that doesn't work. But you <laughs> do get a lot of value out of actually talking to people who look the way you want to look, or at yeah. least look 
you know, better than you look or whatever, if, if that's what you're going for, or are stronger than you or are faster than you, whatever your goal is, I think you get a lot of value out of that. And I think a lot of people, like I said, out of insecurity, don't ask those questions. Right. You know, especially with YouTube. You know, you could look up a lecture by any of the tops, like the Prezi Speed School. You could look up a lecture by Eric Cressy. Yeah. You could look up a lecture by whoever the bodybuilder du jour is. Yeah. And learn scientific lessons that you can then make your own. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it's kind of like when you're trying to get financial advice from a billionaire. Yeah. Like what they're gonna, what they're saying has nothing to do with you. No, they're you know, like they're in they're their already own, there, right? And yeah, they're, they're like the things that they say relate to their mm-hmm. life and their situation. But you need the advice of like how they started, like what was going through of you in the, two years, basically something right, like that. Right. Like the the things they did when they didn't have any money. Yeah, like to get to where they had a little money. Yeah, you know, and it's like like you're listening to basically the billionaires of the fitness world, like mm-hmm. the people who are super fit, you know, super muscular, stuff like that. Like <clears throat> the things that they do and their train of thought is not relevant to you because like you want the, you want the way that they were thinking when they were the a skinny 17 year old kid. Yeah. When yeah. They, like the first day they started working yeah. out, like the first year, like that's, that's the mindset. Mm-hmm. Like that's the person you need to listen to. So I think that it's tough for, for people to say like, Oh, this is the perfect workout for beginners. And I like what, Eric Cressy says, like, if you're a beginner, you can just walk into the gym and go bang your head against yeah. the wall. And you'll probably get, yeah. like, some result. That's one of my favorite quotes yeah. of all time. Yeah. Or, or like... And because um, it's true. Right. Well, right. I, th- I think when you're getting started, too, don't... I mean, I, I'm especially... You know, I'm a pretty big planning little bit... Um, can't think of the word, but you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I'm big on planning, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. I think when you're first starting, you should focus on both developing the work ethic in the gym like the intensity in the so when you're actually working out you're actually when you're you're working you're not necessarily thinking about like calculating 65 percent of what you think you can bench press you're just going and you're picking a weight and you're working really hard with that weight whatever it may be yeah and you're leaving it all there and then you know you're going to come back whenever your next scheduled workout is like that that work ethic that consistency and that physical and mental discipline to both yeah show up and work hard i think is the most important part for any beginner and I guess that can transition over to nutrition as well, especially the habit part of it. Right. You know, because I mean, anybody, you can, it's going to be the same conversation with nutrition. Yeah. You hear everything's good, everything's bad, you know, right, right. you're worried about what bodybuilder eats, what the celebrity eats right. now when they're ripped. Right. And no one talks about the beginning, which is right. just basically like, all right, eat one good meal, then make yourself eat another good meal, then try again, then try again, then try again until you're just do it without thinking and it's what you eat i I feel like most people like honestly i feel like most people lie everybody lies about what they're eating and everybody gets very (laughs) cocky when it comes to nutrition too yeah like if you ever talk to somebody it's like if someone says you know you're talking to a 45 year old guy with a beer gut like well what are you eating he's like no no i eat fine don't worry about that i eat (laughs) i eat clean i eat healthy and they say all the buzzwords you know like i have organic arugula every third day (laughs) and it's it's kind of frustrating, actually, to me. Um, but at the same time, I guess that's showing that nutrition cult type things are setting going into the mainstream. I get, I get, I guess it's not cult. It's the same. There's always been, there's always been trendy diets that everyone picks up on. You know, the 
what was the one that caused anal leakage? Like the Oleo instead of oil or something when we oh, were kids? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. put it in yeah, chips the and then fake, people were like shit in their pants. Yeah. yeah. And then there was low fat. There's like Atkins. Atkins, yeah. Like South Beach Diet. South Beach Diet. And, uh, Weight Watchers has been around forever. Um, I don't have much of a problem with Weight Watchers except the fact mm-hmm. that it is not teaching you to be self-sufficient. Is, is that know, the so, one where they send you meals? I don't really know what it is. No, Weight Watchers is the one where like every type of food has a point value. So, like, instead of you counting calories, it's like, oh, that that eight-ounce piece of steak has 12 points, and you have 40 points for the day or whatever. And then you figure okay. it out, which, I mean, I think I think that's actually a really cool system, yeah, but a lot of it is they're selling them prepackaged meals, and a lot of yeah. it is it's not going to be, oh, this eight-ounce steak you can cook is 12 points. It's, yeah. oh, that Stouffer's steak and potato dinner is six points. Might as well buy that. It's easy to make, and it... Yeah. It's my biggest problem with kind of society in general. <laughs> Just the lack of self-sufficiency, you know? Yeah. Everyone, it seems like everyone's depending on something or someone else and can't... Yeah, think for themselves. Especially guys our age. I mean, I think that um, the same thing is true for workouts and diets. And that's... Um, you have a bunch of people who are listening to other people about things that they shouldn't listen to yeah. people about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, you know... For your exercise program, like don't listen to anyone. Just do do the things that yeah. you see results with. Do the things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, do the things that you're comfortable with. Do the things and, that will experiment too and find out yeah. what actually works on your body. Yeah, yeah. Because like some someone might love bench pressing. Yeah, and then someone might hate bench pressing. Me, right? But <laughs> yeah. then you can still get results from you doing other do push-ups. Yeah, yeah. But instead of just like. You know, feeling like you have to bench press or deadlift or something. Like, oh god, I hate bench pressing. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, just, yeah. Know, just stop doing it because you're going to be exercising hopefully for the rest of your life. Hopefully, so, yeah. So don't like <laughs> make it a horrible yeah, I think, thing. I think that that's kind of a point that we buried in the beginning too. Everyone talks exercise and fitness talk and nutrition talks. Excuse me, are uh, so short term thinking. No one thinks yeah. in terms of like, oh, I don't need to eat six pounds of spinach by Friday or else my colon's going to explode. It's, I need to learn how to enjoy these things, few things that might be better for me than the donuts and sugary right. cereal that I'm eating now because I want to live longer as a person and I want to be there for my kids or right. I want to be there to take care of my mom when she's older, whatever, 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 to right. make yourself a healthier whole person for the long run, not yeah. some short event. And I mean, there is that aspect of, you know, I have my sister's wedding in six weeks. I want to look pretty good in my suits. Okay, yeah, do that. Right, but then right. don't stop doing it once it's over. Yeah. Like you said, you should be doing it for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is the funniest nutrition thing that you've noticed with people in general? Like the people as a whole, not a specific person. I think... Um, Trends, I suppose. Like, it's funny and it's sad. It's such a... Like, the way that you eat isn't just like about nutrition mm-hmm. it's about who you are as a person yeah and it's really fascinating how people attach part of who they are to what they eat i yeah i agree and that's why you get these culty things like <clears throat> and then if you try to tell someone like hey maybe you should like you know maybe experiment have some different foods yeah be like fuck is wrong with you yeah no, this, nothing, this is what i eat this like, is yeah, who i am are you serious right yeah now? and it's like okay yeah. <laughs> no, sorry <laughs> well i think i think eating as as logical and rational as we try to be eating 
at some point during your week, no matter how mentally tough and rational and, like I said, rational, logical, and disciplined you are, it's going to become an emotional act. Yeah. You know, food is just, in our society, or maybe it's just as humans. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know science and book stuff that well, <laughs> but maybe it's, it's it just be, it will become an emotional thing. Like I even noticed yeah. with myself, like I'm very regimented with what I eat, and it's not normally a problem for me. But if I have a shitty day at work, I'll come home and be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna eat <laughs> whatever whatever this may be, and I'm not a sweets guy, so it's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the soft pretzel factory and buy all their soft pretzels <laughs> yeah. and eat them until I explode. <laughs> and you know, it's I don't necessarily do that, but you just it's it's a funny thing to notice in yourself, like yeah. even as yeah. As disciplined and as whatever, you know, I think I am, it's it's just a part of who we are as people. Right, right. And it's not a good it thing, is. it's not a bad thing, it's just right. a human thing. Yeah. And that's a, another thing that happens with the insecurity, the self-doubt when it comes to nutrition mm-hmm. and fitness. People put others' word on a pedestal right. and they just assume that that is gospel without right. doing other research, without right. really taking the time... Like I experiment on themselves it sounds so weird but i can't think of a better term for it right um and take that word as gospel and then we'll right. never stray from it right like you see that with that bulletproof executive guy like people right. swear by this bulletproof coffee yeah like that like can't taste good yeah and like i get the idea of having high fat in your diet i mean i eat a high yeah. fat diet yeah but that sounds disgusting gotta have fat in and coffee. there's no and how is drinking fat <laughs> how is drinking butter going to cause your brain to immediately function better, which is what they sell it as. So here, here I'm going to go on my a tirade. There's Please, no, let there's me turn no, the volume up. <laughs> there's no there's no small change in your diet that's going to have a big impact unless you have, like, scurvy or, like, yeah. anemia and you need, like, iron and... Yeah, and, and lemons. So, is so, that what they drink? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, all this stupid stuff with, like... Oh, antioxidants and like mm-hmm. get your vitamins, get your get your minerals. Like, yeah. Did you have your goji akai berry <laughs> juice yeah. today? Yeah, like you don't need any of that. No, you just don't. You know, yeah. you need like fiber, protein, carbs, fat. But mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> most people get enough vitamins and minerals from through just whatever the hell they're eating. Yeah, that like you just that's kind don't. of how we've lived for this long, right? Like, p- people are so crazy about oh yeah, vitamins and minerals. Yeah, like, they're. they're there's a reason they're called micronutrients. Like yeah. They're, they're, tiny, tiny, tiny. <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny. Do you take a multivitamin or anything? No. And I... Here's... I'll go on a side story. All right. When I was a... Side tirade or side story? <laughs> this is a, a personal story. Uh-oh. When I was a small child... Oh, let me cue up the violence. I ate six multivitamins because they tasted good. Well, like your dad's like... Mine. I had little... Flintstones? Yeah. I had, no, they weren't Flintstones. <laughs> your like, parents. My, my doctor parents. Yeah, no. <laughs> And I ate six multivitamins, and I was like, Mom, I think I'm going to overdose on vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> and I started crying. Did you like having, puke or anything? Or anything? No, I was, just, obviously yeah. that's fine. It's just a multivitamin. But yeah. Uh, I don't know I don't know what, how, what the effect that has on a kid's stomach. Haven't had them since. <laughs> good for you. It's, it was a traumatic experience. Right. <laughs> well, I will... I will I will share a story of my own that has nothing to do with that, but it's also pretty funny. Um, when I was like four years old, I stuck an acorn up my nose there you go. and had to go to the emergency room to get it removed. <laughs> and I have never, I have not stuck an acorn up my nose since. So That's good. this is probably why we're such good, good friends. Well, do you yeah. have that urge every time every, you walk? To be perfectly honest, yes, I do. Just because like... I think like you see an acorn and like they're not small things it's not supposed to go in your nose the, the, well i was gonna say as like a, a four-year-old nostril versus an acorn you think right there's no damn way that acorns getting up that nostril right. but 
that's why you're not Pat Hennigan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every time I see an acorn, I do at least pick it up and, you know, reminisce, yeah. think about it a little bit. <laughs> Just like, don't put it in your nose, Pat. Yeah. I mean, I can't afford that nowadays. Yeah. Someone would kill me. <laughs> um, I had another question to ask you. Do you have anything else that pops off your head about overcomplication of things? I mean, I, I would say to stop listening to people so much and to just start experimenting and thinking about things on your own. And from there, um, like basically just trial and error, see what works, see what yeah. doesn't, see what you like, see what you don't like. I agree with that completely. But I would say to people, <clears throat> seek out things that contradict the advice you put on a pedestal. Right. Because neither might be right. <clears throat> one might be right. One might be wrong. Right. But either way, you're getting a better picture. And it's it's kind of the same way with, like, the news cycle. You know, nowadays we have, like, Democrat news channels, Republican news right. channels, Nazi right. news channels, and <laughs> and never shall they meet. Like, right. they, I think that... The, the answer is somewhere in the middle. The, exactly. The answer, especially when it comes to fitness, nutrition, right. there, there's lifestyle. No, if someone says they're right about, like, the type of workout you should do or yeah. the type of foods you should eat, then they're wrong. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, Diet is almost too emotional for people to think anything of. And even when you give people good, solid, pliable advice, they're not going to listen. Right. No one's, you know, the only way someone is going to change their diet is if they absolutely have to, they have a rock bottom insecure moment or a health reason. Right. You know, or they just get inspired to... Right. Look like Zac Efron or whatever it may be. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was me. Um, so what do you have going on on your website this week? On my website? Um, nothing in particular. Did you publish something last week? I published, yeah. It was on uh, stress. A, a blog post on stress. It was a good one. Um, <clears throat> spill a little bit about it. Well, so I went through... Uh, a period in college where I was super stressed and I actually got to the point where I had like a two week long panic attack. What year were you, you were? I was a junior. Junior. Okay. I thought you were senior yeah. for some reason. Um, and so it's basically about like that, how I <clears throat> overcame that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to therapy or use like antidepressants. Mm-hmm. That was just my choice. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, this is, this is going to be interesting. Like, let me figure this out. You know, um, and I did, and it sucked for a long time. Like, yeah. It was really hard. Like a couple months? Yeah. It took, um, it honestly took about six, six or seven months to really figure out how to deal with it. But now I can deal with it for the rest of my life. So yeah, that's, it's cool. That's a, that's a, I was just say you're very unique in the sense at a young age you did that. Um, not, not many people do, and most people's parents would force them to take whatever the pill may be. Right. You know, I've seen it multiple times personally um so i mean that's that's something i very much commend you on thank it's you. a shame you turned out to be such a fuck up <laughs> <laughs> what about you anything good going on uh last week i wrote about leadership and just it was, i mean it's a it was a inspired by a personal instance that <laughs> henry's laughing he knows exactly what it is and every a lot of people are listening are gonna know exactly what it is and i stand by every fucking word of that blog post but it was also in reaction to just this what we were talking about at dinner party, this horrible presidential election and how 
no leaders. There is not a goddamn leader right. anywhere near Washington, D.C. Right. You know, I think we should take either one of the retired generals or Elon Musk and just make them president <laughs> for life at this point because it's 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 pathetic. Yeah. You know, it's it just it, it truly is disappointing. And even on a like even on a micro or macro level, in a, a personal sense, you see there are very few legitimate leaders that you see in daily life in most industries and right. at least in the people that we interact with and the right. type of thing that we interact with it's it's kind of scary actually and it's, yeah. i think it all comes down to insecurity of course because that should be we should just be called generation insecure um and a lack of principle and principle values and moral backbone i know values can kind of be a nebulous term that people can define for themselves so mm. if you don't like that ignore it <laughs> um but yeah, principle moral backbone and just the ability to actually bear responsibility and it's kind of a scary trend and i hope it ends yeah. but it looks like it's not going to end for at least four years <laughs> or eight i don't think either of these people are going to last eight years I'll any of these four people not nah, yeah we'll see um so yeah homer simpson for president 2016 <laughs> um anything you want to end with Let's any see. shout outs anything like that <laughs> shout out to your two cats yeah, we, they're here somewhere in this expensive studio. Yeah, I'm surprised they broke through the soundproof walls. <laughs> um, well, we'll be back next week with another episode of talking about something, maybe with another person. We don't really know. We'll see. All right, everybody, have a good week, weekend, or Bye-bye. whatever. Bye.